welcome to another episode of Prioritize. They accomplish while you drown in lists. It's difficult to juggle your responsibilities. Husband, father, brother. It goes on, but your energy doesn't. You pondering what I'm pondering? Prioritize what's right for you, not what's left behind. This is Prioritize with Toby Baker. You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. I've been, um, I've been thinking through, and it's hard for me sometimes. Because there's, I'm one of those sentimental guys. I I don't even know. There's people you like. There's people you can't stand. I wonder if sometimes because of my sentimentality that people can't stand me. And if that's the case, then I guess I got to own up to it. I I don't mind being sentimental. There's sometimes that because of my emotion, I, it drives a severe amount of anger. It will also swing the other direction to a severe amount of joy and happiness and everything is lollipops and orange sherbet ice cream and the, you know, everything's great. I often tell my wife and she's the balance for me because I'm I'm not diagnosed bipolar or anything of that matter, or extreme depression. It's just I'm either I'm either way at the top, you know, the top of the roller coaster at Cedar Point or I'm down at the bottom of the barrel. It's kind of how my, and it's not necessarily mood swings. It's been a while since I've even been on. I think the last, I think the last one we did aired uh, Thursday, August 26th. And I try to, I need to get these out every week, uh, if not even more so. There's sometimes that my mind is blank. I'm sure you don't have those kinds of problems. I'm guessing that your mind is constantly filled with everything important and mine just isn't. I saw, I kept seeing, I kept watching the the calendar come up. Uh, and, you know, here we are, September 11th. Do you remember? Do you remember where you were? I was, we were just having, um, we were just having dinner with uh, friends of ours. And I remember this statement being said. And I thought, gosh, that's, that's crass, man. I, that's not good. We had talked about, yeah, 20-year anniversary, and, and somebody had mentioned, ha, ah, it's been 20 years, I need to get over it. Oh, that's that's harsh. I don't, I don't believe there's getting over it. I believe there's working through it. There is carrying it through, because while I, we didn't lose anybody in, uh, me personally, I didn't have a family member or a friend who had died in, tax 20 years ago. I know there are several who tell an entirely different story. They lost their husband, their wife, their spouse, their family member, their friend. They lost their colleagues, their co-workers in the building and the attacks on 9-11. I kept trying to think, what was I doing the night before that I wasn't up the morning of? I don't remember. I, I can't, I don't know if it was like I was playing video games with our son Michael or if I was up late watching some Twilight Zone. You remember the old Twilight Zone with Rod Searling back from the 1950s or 60s, back when they made good television? Anyway, I had slept in that morning. My wife knocked on the door and she says, a plane just hit one of the buildings in New York. What? She'd woke me up. She said, you, you got to come see this. There's been some kind of an attack in New York. I'm like, what is going on? I'm, I'm still in a fog. 
our eldest son, gosh, how old was he? He would have he was like four years old, five years old. We were living in a small town back then. We still are. Things like this didn't happen to places like that. I went downstairs and she's got the TV on and it's just, I'm watching a movie. I'm watching some kind of a TV show. What, what, this is 24? Am I watching 24? What is this? Nah, this is real life. But doesn't it give us cause for pause? Can we not breathe for a second? Can we take some time away from all of our putrid criticism? Can we hold all that at bay for like a day now? I st- Obviously, I'm still on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, but you don't know how many times... I'm like, why the devil am I on this thing? There is so much incessant nastiness on there. Where's the encouragement? Where's the people who are trying to lift each other up? I get it. The enemy will bastardize every last thing that they can in order to spread their hatred, in order to spread their just insensitivity, Towards people in order to spread their uh, uh, evil, I guess. I, I don't know how else to say it. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm at a loss for words today. I've been in, um, I've just been pondering. I'm like, what, what is the purpose of this? Is, is there anything good being spread on this? I can tell you I've never met one individual in the entire time that Facebook has been in its existence where they had said, you know, <clears throat> I used to be a Republican, and I just saw so many loving quotes and paraphrases and so many loving points being made by the Democrat Party. I'm now a Democrat, and I've never heard the reverse either, where a Democrat is talking to me and they're saying, you know, Tobe, those Republicans, they have just made such a loving argument. I'm going to switch over to the side. I don't even know if we reach across the aisle anymore. It is a far and few in between. I got to go to TikTok. You know, the Russian managed social network of, of quick videos, less than, what is it, one minute tops or two minutes. And there's little motivational videos on that. Some of them are, are still kind of, you know, heavy handed. It doesn't matter. I'm not trying to go in that direction. I'm just saying, where's the encouragement? Do you remember who we were as a country September 12th, the day after? And again, maybe you've heard this entire argument before. Maybe I've talked about this before. You're welcome to shut it off or delete it or keep on moving because the last thing I want to do is bore you. That is not why I'm here. I'm here to help people prioritize. That's what I've been trying to do over the past couple of weeks. That's why you haven't heard from me. And fear not, I'm I'm still here. Maybe that's a bad sign for you. I don't know. Uh there's just been some things going on here. I had a friend reach out to me who was ready to commit suicide. I've been in contact with a couple whose marriage is in complete disarray. As one of the individuals was unfaithful several times. I've been in contact with families who are sick I've been in contact with families who are tired. I've been in contact with people who are sick and tired. They are done. They are so done with this. 
with people, with with work, with all they're done with the mandates, they're done with the sickness, they're done with the constant, constant 24-7 coverage of here's the new virus you need to be scared of. They're done with the talk of all that. They're ready to throw up their hands because they feel like they're constantly under attack. I don't know if you've read it before, but the book 100 Minutes is a really good read. It goes into detail on the the events of 9-11 and just kind of moment by moment what was going on, several stories that we've never heard before. You got the president at a school. He's... Excuse me. He's he's at a school reading reading to children, and one of his aides leads forward and says, "Sir, one of our towers was just hit." And a few minutes later, leans forward again and says, "The second world tower has been hit, and we are under attack." Can you? Can you imagine just for a moment what that must feel like? You got the world on your shoulders. You got the country depending on you. Everything that you say and everything that you do is going to be counted and watched and detailed and picked apart from here on. You ever felt like that? You ever felt like you're under attack from the enemy? You got planes flying in at you. You got the enemy flying in at you. You got criticism flying in at you from every angle. You got hurt coming at you from every angle. You've just been told that your spouse has been cheating on you. You just lost your family member to a sickness. You just lost your family member to a terrorist attack. You just lost your job because the restaurant had to shut down, because the company can no longer operate. You're looking at your stack of bills and you're looking at your stack of cash. And one of them is far superior to the other. And you got your head in your hands wondering, what the devil am I going to do? I've been on this rock for about 44 years now. God, I miss the 80s. And if you're an over-Christianized, saved person, you're sitting there thinking, oh, you just used the Lord's name in vain. No. No, that's kind of a prayer. You Were you alive in the 80s? You had neon clothing, neon colors everywhere. You had wild hairstyles. You had this awesome music. I mean, it was fantastic. You had decent television shows. You had spectacular movies, one coming out right after the other. Would I want to go back there? No, no, I don't. Because back then I wasn't married. I didn't have the three best boys in the entire universe. I didn't know about marriage. I didn't know about Jamaica. I didn't know about all the things that I've learned over the past 25 years. I wouldn't trade it. But you know what? Back then we were a country who cared about other people more than we cared about ourselves. On September 12th, 2001, we were a country that came together, that shut off all the bull crap that we talk about, complain about, that we get offended on. 
My word, if you if you want to get pissed off today, you don't have to go far. Because people who are looking for reason to get pissed off generally find one. You you want to do something different? You want to surprise some people? Don't get offended. Start looking for ways to encourage people. Start using that mouth that God gave you to lift somebody else up, to compliment them on their on their hair, on their car, on their jeans, on their on their job they're doing at work. And you know what? If you're new to it, that's okay. No one's going to look at you like, ah, what an idiot. How dare you compliment me? How dare you try to encourage me? You want to lift somebody up? Just pray with them for about two minutes. Pray over them for about two minutes and watch their world change. Watch your world change. Smile at somebody. There's this guy. Oh, I don't know if I should say his name. There's this friend that I know, and everybody needs to have a friend like this. <laughs> and when he calls, man, I know it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a game. To, it's gonna be a party. It's gonna be a good time. It's it's game on. This guy's world could be falling apart, and he still finds something to be happy about. It's amazing. And all that he does is become interested in other people. He's interested in what you're doing, what you're wearing, where you're headed, what's going on with your family, what's going on with your job, what's this new thing he saw, a picture on Facebook. Man, he, he is so sincerely and genuinely interested in other people. It is, it's incredible. I wish I were more like this guy. I wish I had more of his personality because it's, it's amazing. I wish more people had this guy's personality, but they don't. There's too many people out there wanting to band together against something, to come down and condescend against something or against someone or against a group of people. By God, just think of the world we would have if everyone would stop complaining for one day. Stop criticizing for one day. And instead, for 24 hours, you know what? Here's your challenge, prioritizers. Here's your challenge, and this might be the hardest thing you've ever had to do, but I'm going to do it with you. For 24 hours, I want you to stop writing anything negative, stop criticizing people, and stop looking for something to be offended by. Instead, look for ways you can encourage other people. Look for ways you can lift other people up the way we did on September 12th about 20 years ago. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a mess. I'm trying. Dear God, has it been that long since we were a country, since we came together on anything? 44 years. I've never seen America this divided. Maybe that's because I'm just still young yet, right? Because I wasn't here during the Watts riots, and I wasn't alive during the days of Martin Luther King Jr. marching through the streets. But the people were coming together for something not negative, not hurting people, not scattering trash, not telling everybody how racist they were, not telling everybody because you're a certain color, by golly, you're the most racist person on the face of the planet and you need to apologize. Can we just stop? Can we start helping each other out? Can we start reaching out our hands, reaching upward for help? Does it hurt anything if we start complimenting? 
I, I can't imagine that it hurts somebody if you pay them a compliment. And what does that cost you? Two minutes of your time? When's the last time you went to the store and you purchased a box of thank you cards and you started physically writing out with a pen on a thank you card, dear John, dear Jane, dear Rebecca, dear Jam, dear Isaac, dear whatever, dear Chip. I mean, you fill in the blank. It could be your wife, your grandma, your stranger, your neighbor. Take them to work. Your boss, I don't know. I don't care. 24 hours, gang. Write out a thank you note. Thanks for always being there. Thanks for your help the other day. Thanks for helping me with the dishes. Thanks for helping me with the laundry, with the with the quote. Thanks for helping me with this trash. Thanks for helping me. I don't know. I don't know. If you're an amateur, it doesn't matter. You'll get better at it. You'll get better. And I'll tell you, the more detailed you are on your compliment, the more sincere that will come across. You want to see somebody break into tears? You tell them how great they are and give it some details. I, I remember just, I don't know why I didn't do it before. Just I was telling my wife, hey, I want you to know how much you matter to me and how important you are to me. And I, I see how great you are with our boys and how much you care for them. I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for everything you do for me. Say that to your wife. You don't know how to say it? Practice it. Practice it in front of a mirror. You want to see her melt in your fingers? You want to see her putty in your hands? You want to, you want to grow your marriage? Start looking for ways to lift up your wife. You want to look for ways to increase your relationship with your folks, with your in-laws, with your neighbors. Look for ways to lend a hand. Stop looking for fences to pick up. Stop being offended. You know how easy that is around every corner? Why don't you challenge yourself? How about not being offended for a day? How about stopping with the criticism? I don't preach this like I'm perfect. I don't say this like I have it all under control. And all I ever do is encourage other people because that would not be the truth. I'd be lying to you. I'd be lying to myself. Truth is, I'm not perfect. Truth is, I get upset. I used to have a real big anger problem, man. I would hit things and throw people. There's other folks who are amateurs at getting angry, so they they hit people and throw stuff. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was not an amateur or a novice. I was a professional. I was incredibly proficient at my anger, and I was wrong. And if you're if you're proud of how angry you are, guess what? You're wrong, too. That's all right, because we all make mistakes. The key is if you're man enough to sit it down, if you're woman enough to sit it down, if you can rise above, if you can mature just a little bit, if you can rise above the anger and the hatred and the incessant nonsense, which gets people nowhere. It just helps them to build bigger walls, wider walls, so it takes longer to get through to actually create a, a, a genuine relationship. So, folks, I know this is coming at you pretty late, and I'm going to have to ask you to forgive me. I appreciate you listening. I really do. I appreciate your positive comments. I sincerely do. I hope 
that for every person with whom you share this, for every time you listen to this or delete it or look at it, that it just is a reminder, hey, maybe we can try encouraging other people, lifting other people up. Maybe we can make that the priority instead of finding something about which I can be offended. Maybe we can prioritize finding someone whom we can lift up with a few words of kindness. Can we get back to the place we were on September 12th? Can we can we move beyond this place of hatred where we are and, and start seeing each other as people rather than looking at them as a as a color, as a gender, as a background, as a as a yes man, an no man, an employee, an employer, as a as the enemy? Because we're not. We're not the enemy. The enemy is behind us working through all this baloney, pushing all this bull crap on top of us, making us feel worthless. But I'm not the enemy and neither are you. Can we get back to this place where we came together and unified? Can we prioritize unity? Can we get back to lifting each other up? I truly believe that we can, but it will also be in your hands. 